0: You know, downtown Lee Summit is the heart of the city. This is where businesses are born. Julia Hampton, CPA, PC, and her team are redefining business ethics, practices, and customer service. From individual tax preparation to corporate and payroll taxes, partnerships and trusts, payroll and bookkeeping services, consulting, back taxes, and clearing up IRS issues, Julia Hampton and her team have the skills and expertise to be your partner in business. Let them show you what 16 years in business and a personal touch can do for your bottom line. Contact Julia today at julia at hamptoncpa.net.
1: And then I get this phone call from this producer from Food Network that says, we're doing Chop. We want specifically a female pit master. Is that you? And I said, well, uh, we're a team, but sure, I'll go do this. <laughs> Why not? And that's kind of how literally... It was a, are you a female pitmaster call um, to me, and I took off and went and competed.
0: And that was the first of what is now three different times you've been with the Food Network.
1: This will be the third time, yeah, because I was fortunate. I won my Chopped episode. I was Chopped champion in season four, season uh, sorry season four episode one. That then turned into the Grill Masters finale. I did not win the Grill Masters finale, but two big old chefs beat me. That's okay. And then now... Are we still
0: holding a grudge? Do you need a rematch? A little
1: bit. I do. I'm ready for redemption. When Chop Redemption calls, I'm in.
0: This is Megan and Jason Day. Jason and Megan Day, thank you and welcome to Community Voices.
1: Thank you for having us. Yeah,
0: thank you very much. Well, first off, I'm gonna speak, I think, on behalf of, well, not just Lisa, but most of Kansas City. Ah! A thank you for letting us vicariously live through you who center your life around barbecue. <laughs> yes. Our pleasure.
1: Our pleasure, yes.
0: Well, let's just let's just start right there. You are Burt Finger Barbecue, you are the inventors of the bacon explosion which i'm sure i could do about 45 minutes on if you want to just that part but let's talk a little bit about your barbecue beginnings how did all of this start well i think all of this started in the backyard i think that's where everybody
2: in barbecue started (laughs) it's grilling at home having uh having friends and family over for us it it was either memorial day or labor day
1: I think it was Labor Day.
2: Labor Day weekend, I would host a, a barbecue in my house, and I'd just cook and smoke a bunch of meat and have a bunch of friends and family over, and everybody would just gorge themselves on it. <laughs> and so we just, I don't Megan wanted me to take it to the next level, and so we got with a couple of friends and uh, formed a competition team.
0: Now, are you, are you trained chefs, Is the, or are you like the rest of us who nope. just want
2: to be overzealous foodies? Neither one of us have any... Culinary background, no, no yeah, we've taken some some barbecue instructional classes, things like that, but no, not just nothing chefs, no, yeah, nothing like that, no formal. Training. And my
1: knife skills is a parent of that. If you ever <laughs> see me to use my knife, I, I love to use the microplane and the graters and things like that as much as possible because my knife skills are not that great. Something that I wanna wanna do more of, but it's really just a passion and a love for putting out something really delicious. Mm-hmm.
0: So what have you learned, because there's a difference between backyard barbecue and competition barbecue. So Correct. what what were the things you had to learn to maybe change up a little bit?
2: I think the first thing we had to learn was how to control smoke. I mean, it looks really cool to have your your smoker pluming you know smoke signals down the block, right. <laughs> and that does not translate over to to competition barbecue. And so, it's
1: details. Yeah,
2: yeah, and it's concentration of flavors too. So what you would eat. You know, it, competition barbecue is more like fine dining where you eat smaller portions, but it's super rich food. Whereas most people associate barbecue with just like gorge yourself and you know, pig out type food. Right. So you, that's the, you have to learn to take what's good food and backyard barbecue and then concentrate that into something that's gonna like grab somebody's attention with one single bite. And
1: we always say the least you can offend somebody. So if you have a standout flavor in competition barbecue, it will hurt you. You want it to be balanced. You want it to be a rich, smooth flavor. Whereas backyard barbecue, you're going to spice it up and say today it's Asian or yeah. today it's garlicky or whatever. But that will not do well in competition. Yeah,
0: there's would a- you say it's more bland? No, it's
2: just no. it's uh, kind of just middle of the road. So like most b- backyard barbecue guys always have their secret ingredient, you know, and. It, taste their food and like oh you, you know something's there but you don't know what it is well that'll kill you in competition barbecue <laughs> yeah you, the you judges wanna, want you, to know you want to keep their mind focused on basically the, the natural flavors the meats and the tenderness you've got a out flavor
0: that typically draws your flavor scores down was there a certain meat or cook that that was your that was your thing that that this is what i'm going to focus on to start when i go into competition um i think uh Pork butt was what we cooked the most of in the backyard,
2: and, and ribs. That's a very Kansas City thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had I hadn't actually done brisket very well in the backyard. So that when when we originally started the team, it was me and a couple buddies, and so we each had our own areas. I did uh, I did pork shoulder, and then another guy did brisket, and another guy did ribs, yes. and then we all came together and, and did chicken. We had we had a test cook, and we all decided, and so we all did chicken together. Um, and so that's where that's where I started, and then we kind of moved into the others. Just Megan and I took over the entire team a few so, years later.
1: Yeah, to give that story, I was really just the hand me my beer and turn in the box <laughs> kind of gal. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I did. It was we were the we were the wives and the girlfriends, and so we just really had fun and came out and decorated and and had a good time and then as life progresses and some of those friends decided they had other interests and and loves um, it became apparent that if the team was going to continue he needed some help so i jumped in and about 2012 20, 2013 20, yeah. And we decided it was going to be a husband and wife team. And I have to say, that's when things really took off. <laughs> we really started so winning. So the
0: secret ingredient is bringing the wife in. you yes!
1: okay. right. Nailed it! Yeah, that's
0: it. <laughs> You're welcome for that, by the way. Yeah. Thank, Thank you. you Thank you. <laughs> where did burnt finger barbecue come from i'm always interested uh-huh. in different businesses and when, how people come up with their brand so it's
1: not what you think actually
0: <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what to think on this yes. one actually so most people think it's because we burn ourselves
2: regularly which is true that does happen it does, it um, does. that's just part of cooking with live i would say that's normal that yeah is. that's very normal uh it's burnt finger barbecue because our friends and family liked our food so much that they were burning their fingers eating it hot off the grill so it was burnt finger barbecue
0: so I have a friend from the south who used to say that's slap your mama good. So kind of the same. <laughs> it's burn yeah, it's, your it's, finger good. It's burn finger good. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. People, we would they would be sneaking stuff off the grill because they wanted to get it before it was gone.
0: <laughs> that is a good thing. And I, that reminds me of my family story of uh, Thanksgiving. So my grandfather would carve the turkey, and anyone who reached in for early would get a rap yep. on the knuckles from his knife. yeah Yeah. Same
2: concept, except it was a hot lid.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think the hot lid might be worse. <laughs> Well, we're here today. We're sitting outside at Stewie McBrew's. You guys are having a watch party for an appearance on the Food Network. This isn't your first time on Food Network, so tell me a little bit about how you how you get into the TV part of the world. How did that all start up?
1: Well, you know, really it's, it's letting people know in our industry that you are someone that's interested in having kind of that ambassador role. And so... I'm very blessed. You know, Jason had had some amazing success with the Bacon Explosion, which was his bacon-wrapped bacon-stuffed smoked barbecue sausage recipe that went viral. So he'd had a taste of a lot of the television, and I got the taste of a lot of green rooms. So when that <laughs> recipe went viral, he was, you know, the, let's see, you did the Today Show, Fox & Friends, CNN. Mm-hmm. The
2: media, too. Full, like, viral Full media.
1: Too. Was that the spark? Was the
0: Bacon too. Explosion the thing that grabbed yes. television yeah. attention? Yes. Well, well, let's we'll put a pin and come back to the Food okay. Network thing. So, tell me a little bit about how did the bacon explosion explode? How did that... How did... What was the trigger there?
2: So, what, that first year we did two contests, or three contests, actually. And we... The, the very first one we did, we we were hooked on the, the whole process. We got... I think it was like seventh and chicken or something like that, and finished thirteenth or I, I don't know, in the it upper third. It was like the upper third of the of the contest. So we it's was huge
1: for the first time you've ever competed, not knowing what you're yeah, doing. Yeah,
2: we awesome. had no clue. We were looking back. We thought we, had th- we thought we knew exactly what we were doing. <laughs> we no
0: clue what we were doing. Looking back on it, isn't um, it the the biggest part of education is learning what you don't know? Yes,
2: mm-hmm. absolutely. And so we uh, we jumped right into the American Royal right after that. And once again, having no clue what we were doing, but we felt pretty confident, um, and we came out of the American Royal in our first-ever time cooking at the World Championships it, and it was our only second contest overall with 5th place brisket. 38th so,
1: in the world.
2: And, 30, and 38th overall so we decided as a group we wanted to do this a lot and we, had, expensive. Our, we had already looked at the <laughs> bills that had added up so it, we, it was expensive so one of the other guys that was on the team was an internet marketer and uh, so he helped set up a website to start generating some affiliate money so we can fund this barbecue team and the second article that I wrote for the website was the recipe for the bacon explosion, and it went crazy viral, millions and millions of hits. that the whole media tour? Ironically, we had nothing for sale yet, and no <laughs> affiliate links up. Whenever that happened, so it well, it Backfire. got us great exposure. It didn't actually serve its
0: purpose. But. Well, and now you yes. can you can go buy the bacon explosion. Yes, yeah,
2: you yeah, can go buy. Took yes. a, 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 because of all of that and the demand that came out, and people wanting to try. They, the bacon explosion not being able to, to barbecue themselves we figured out how to, to manufacture and produce that under USDA and we've been doing it was probably about six months after the viral stuff happened, yeah. It was the following May we, we started shipping and so we've been doing mail order bacon explosion off our web website ever since
1: and and, and to, to piggyback on that that marketing and all of that led to an awesome opportunity to write a cookbook mm-hmm. and so Jason was able to, to knock that out in a record time for a, a new author. And then it went on to win World's Best Barbecue Cookbook from the Gourmand World Cookbook Awards. Well, so, awesome! I mean, crazy! Yeah. It was a it was a wild ride. It was a good run there. At the and then beginning. and then we and well, then this has we been just, an ongoing run. It yes, seems like I mean, yes, it,
0: yes. it's not like you've stopped. No. no,
1: it slowed way down. We had a couple of kids, and, and it's just changed. It's yeah, just, it's changed.
2: Yeah, it's just changed speeds and
1: pace. Yeah. yeah, and then and then that is when, um, as I said, you kind of open yourself up. I decided I wanted to take an even bigger role in. the past. I decided I wanted to take an even bigger role on the business side because we talk about mail order barbecue and, and we also have sauce and seasoning and I said I want to take a bigger role in that and so I kind of just put it out there that I'm taking on a more active role and that is when the floodgates opened up and we are very very blessed. We started having you know, Dina DeLuca approach us to put some product in their stores. We had a World Market that approached us for a one-time buy. It was an awesome one-time big National, buy. Every National, every market in the country so stocked over our three, products. 300 stores, and then I get this phone call from this producer from Food Network that says, we're doing Chopped, we want specifically a female pit master, is that you? And I said, well, uh, we're a team, but sure, I'll go do this, why not? And that's kind of how, literally, it was a, are you a female pitmaster?" call um, to me and I took off and, and went and competed
0: and that was the first of what is now three different times you've been with the Food Network this
1: will be the third time yeah because I was fortunate I won my Chopped episode I was Chopped champion of season 4 season uh, sorry season 4 episode 1 that then turned into the Grill Masters finale I did not win the Grill Masters finale but two big old chefs beat me but that's okay. And then now... The Are we still holding a grudge? No, do you well, need a rematch? A little bit. I do. I'm <laughs> ready for redemption. When Chop Redemption calls, I'm in. Uh, so, But the thing is, is that one of the producers that I worked with on Chopped has moved over to another show, which is the beauty of that network is that they all help each other out. And she called and she said, I remember you talking about your husband, also barbecues with you. Would you guys be interested in coming on a show called The Kitchen? And I said tell me when, we'll be there. And so we, we, it was a long wait. We kind of got notified like in February and then we didn't finally actually fly out there until April, so.
0: Where did you shoot the
1: show? It was in New Jersey. They have a studio. The actual kitchen studio is in um, New Jersey. So we flew into New York and then took took the ride over.
0: This episode of Community Voices is brought to you by Stewie McBrews, where you're always reminded to never eat more than you can lift.
1: Except wings. Tacos. (laughs) Burners. Tacos.
0: <laughs> this will post after we do the watch party. Yes. So can you tell us a little bit about what what's happening on the show?
2: Yeah, So there, it's a sauce episode is what they had us on for. That's about all we know about. Pour the-
1: pour some summer on, or pour on some summer.
2: Yeah. Is that what it was? Pour on some summer. So we were Does on Def Leppard yeah, do the. Yes, yeah, so they, they were there. <laughs> One lump or two. So we were there to talk specifically about barbecue sauce. And so we created a chipotle bar, sweet barbecue sauce glaze for them, um, to, a recipe that they can share on the show, as well as a grilled potato salad that uses that barbecue sauce. And it's got roasted pota- grilled or roasted potatoes, some. Bacon, all the good things. Oh in yeah, life.
1: celery, some green onion. It was it yep. was a really fun. Mayonnaise,
2: barbecue sauce. Yeah.
1: They they challenged us. They said, "Tell us a barbecue sauce recipe that you're willing to give our audience, because we do give the whole recipe away." And so that took some time yep. for us to get our idea. Did you make a that. new one
0: for this show, or was this one you pulled out of the out of the Rolodex?
1: Um, <laughs> a little of both. Yeah.
2: I mean, it is a new one for here, but it's inspired off of what we've done in the past. Yeah. So it's it's towards the competition side. So it's a sugary, sweet glaze type sauce like we would use on ribs, but it's got layers of chipotle in it to give it some heat. Uh-huh. Yeah.
1: And then they said, okay, now that you've done that, how would you use that in a recipe? Like come up, <laughs> they were like cookies or or dessert or something as a side. We don't want it on a meat. What would you do? And so it was pretty obvious right off the bat a German style potato salad, only Kansas City style. Yeah. by using the barbecue sauce in it and i fell in love with it it was a it yeah was a they big liked hit. it
0: a lot okay well that leads me to a fun question somebody outside of the area wants to know define kansas city style barbecue what's your definition because i can ask 20 people and get 25 answers
2: <laughs> so you have to divide it into two different things here so there's kansas what defines kansas city style quote unquote is actually the style of sauce And so a Kansas City-style sauce is sweetened with molasses or brown sugar. Um, That's how most people think of it. KC Masterpiece is basically what what would be a Kansas City-style barbecue sauce. As far as the meats go, a burn-in is classic Kansas City barbecue. That is our contribution to the barbecue world. Nobody else does that. I mean, they, they do now because Competition Barbecue has kind of sent barbecue culture, Kansas City barbecue culture, all over the country. But that is... From the meat side at Burn In, it, it originated here in Kansas City. It is what we do, and that's what we are known for. But Kansas City is also known for doing everything. You can get pork here, you can get chicken, you can get beef. You don't that doesn't happen in the Carolinas, and that doesn't happen in Texas. Those are very Carolinas are all pork. Texas is all beef. And so because we're we're on those uh, that, that crossing point of I-35 and I-70, that's where all the, the livestock trafficking uh, zones were happening down, so we had the stockyards. Um, you know, Kansas City's kind of learned to cook it all. That's what makes us different. So, so
1: I think that's why you'll have 25 different answers, is because we are the barbecue capital of the world. So we do do it all. Whereas, if you, it's a pretty obvious answer if you go into some other parts of the country um, when you have a dry rub in Memphis or you have Carolina with with vinegar sauce or Texas with beef. Um, Kansas City has a hard time really explaining it because we do it all. We're that good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, and that goes to, you, you mentioned, you've, you've got one of the Kansas City staples, Arthur Bryant's, which is not the heavy molasses brown sugar s- syrup that you just talked about, yet it is a, one of the icons and the early icons of you, Kansas City Barbecue. Guess what,
2: guess what they invented?
0: They invented Burnett. Burnett. whoa. <laughs> well, and if you've ever gone to Gates and had Ollie give you the story, you hear about how they both learned at the same time from yep. the same guy, and... Learning commercial barbecue and his story. It's a great, it's a great story. I recommend to everybody that if you have time, go go down to the plaza and let him tell the story. Maybe
1: that's a future
0: podcast. H. Well, he's not from Lee Summit, oh, so yes, you're you know, right, you're right. I get snobby. I only <laughs> want Lee Summit. Boom we'll
1: boom, we'll go with you. Then. We'll go. Yeah.
0: There we go. I like it. I like it. Well, so you you talked about um, you know Kansas City is is a little of everything. Pork butt was your was kind of your your first start. Is it still your favorite?
2: Um. No, <laughs> no, I've cooked so much pork butt and we have to sample so much of it in competition to find the right pieces that that is probably I, I enjoy it. It's not going to be my go to. Um, for me, it, it's all about brisket and chicken. Now, if I'm going to eat any of our barbecue, it's, it's brisket and, and chicken and chicken is by far our our uh, most successful category these days, too.
0: What do you think it is that makes it that
2: it makes, Are you going to give a secret? <laughs> uh, it's, mm-hmm. it's exactly what we talked about. It's balanced, no standout flavors, and we know how to cook that piece, piece of chicken perfect every single time.
0: Do you guys see more TV in your future? Is that, is that part of your business plan?
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I'm, I, can, I can say that um, I was fortunate after Chopped to be asked by the Today Show to come on. And so I did an episode, or I guess you know, a morning demo for them, and I just got a call to come back. So fantastic! I get to go back on June 28th. I'll be doing tips and tricks for grilling right before the holidays of July 4th. So it's an exciting time, and I think there'll be more future TV for us. Yep. They, they keep calling, and we got to find the right fits. Yeah. <laughs> keep
2: answering the phone.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, I'm going to go back to the bacon explosion for a little bit because I need to know where did that come from. Because to me, that seems like there was a lot of beer involved in the beginning. Yeah,
2: there, there was a little bit. There was a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so what the bacon explosion is, it's based on something that's called a fatty. And I this is something I learned from an intro barbecue class that I took years ago, like right after I started showing interest. I Maggie gave, gave it a class.
1: Jason a class for our very first Valentine's Day together. Yep.
2: <laughs> and it, a fatty is basically if you just take like a chub of Jimmy Dean sausage, cut the package open, and then set that chub right on your smoker and let it cook a whole sh- that's a fatty so you can tell your friends you went home and you barbecue and you smoked a fatty that weekend and it's i have love to explain it to my mother was someday yes. <laughs> it was delicious. and so and they're they're really easy and they're really really good and so i was kind of going through this phase of, of smoking a lot of fatties and uh when we were doing the barbecue blog i we were approached by a bacon blog who saw some some of the things we were doing on Twitter, and this is when Twitter was tiny, tiny, just a micro community at the time. So everybody kind of knew everybody. And um, so they they wanted to know what, if I could create some content for them and do like a partnership about what barbecuers would do with bacon on a barbecue pit. And so I said, sure, that's fine. And you you had something going on. I don't remember yeah. what. So you, you, you had left for the day, and I went up to the grocery store thinking I would just take a sausage chub, and then just wrap bacon strips around the outside. It's simple, that's an easy, easy thing to do. Um, but when I got up to the price choppers around the corner from our house, the bacon was on clearance, so it was buy one, get one free. So I ended up with two pounds of bacon instead of one pound. And when I got home, I just had this urge to use it all I don't know why I didn't want I didn't want any bacon (laughs) bacon left in the house so I I felt I needed to use all two pounds of bacon in this recipe and so when I laid out and I bought bulk Italian sausage I wanted to do it I really like Italian sausage so I bought some um, a big thing of uh, I think two pounds of bulk Italian sausage so it would be a big huge log and I laid out the bacon to wrap around it and that was only half a pound and so I was like oh man what am I going to do with the other pound and (laughs) half of bacon so I thought if I like, if I wove it together, that would use another half pound, and it did, and that actually ended up holding everything together as well, because that weave, you know, it gave some structure to it. But that was still only half the bacon, so I decided just to just put it in the sausage. Um, but I had to fry it all up first, because I knew if I, if I didn't cook it, it would be raw. It wouldn't be raw, but it would be soft, in, right. and that wouldn't be good People like it. crunchy bacon. Yeah, crunchy, you wanted some crunchy bacon in there, so I, I fried all of that up, and then just wrapped, rolled it all up in the middle, and I took pictures along the way and then
1: I got home. You got home.
2: Was my dad over there too? Or was that, was that a different one? That was a different one. So she got home like right as I was carving it. And I was I was nervous to eat it. <laughs> there was so much bacon and sausage and grease going on. And I think we ended up doing it together. We yeah. just counted down, took a bite, and we were like, hey, that's pretty good. And so we had a we had a Christmas party, I think, yeah. or, to go to that, that night.
1: I started taking a bunch of pictures because it yeah. looked really cool inside. And I'm laughing the whole time, going, what did you just create? And so we started talking about what names we were yeah. going to name it. And we took it over to... We, we wanted two,
2: Baconator, but that was taken. I'm yeah, sorry. Baconator. <laughs> that. So
1: we had two parties that night. So we... We felt like we needed to bring something with us, so we were going to take this bacon concoction with us. And the whole drive over to the first party, we were trying to come up with names for this thing. Um, and we get to the party, still hadn't decided. People turned their nose up at it. Like, they were like, ugh, that's disgusting. Except for one Except guy. Except one guy.
2: One guy, Doug Turney. He's a Gilly he stomach guy. In. Yeah, a guy I'd worked with at the golf course. He was in. He gorged himself yeah. on it and loved it everybody else at the party wanted I don't think anybody tasted it
1: yeah they were they were pretty
2: some deep. claim they did but yeah. I really don't think anybody else even wanted to dabble in it so we <laughs> we had two parties to go to that night so we packed the rest of it up high five Doug on the way out and, yeah. <laughs> and took, took it over to the other party and it was late then.
1: super late there and
2: everybody had a been, couple beers and... had been into the holiday cheer over yeah. at that one and I don't know why but it was a it was a pretty loud it ruckus loud. party we went in I had that like a white clam styrofoam clamshell filled with filled with what's now bacon explosion. I just walked in and yelled, "Boom, bacon explosion!" and threw it down on the table and then it was I, gone. It was like ravaged. That that box <laughs> got torn apart and people just went nuts and that's how it got its name. I mean, I just yelled that as we were walking into a party. And what's what's it
0: been like? What's it been like to hear other people tell their stories though of when they when they bring it? I mean, you know, I remember when it when it hit viral, I made it took it to a Super Bowl party, yeah. Yeah. but I'm sure you guys have heard tons of stories of people who have made it and taken it to a part? That's got to be a pretty good feeling it's to amazing. be. Yeah,
2: actually, that just happened when we were at the Food Network Kitchen. Yeah. Katie Lee, they were start talking about the bacon explosion, and she she stopped and was like, "Wait, what? I know exactly what you're talking about. That went viral years ago, and I made it for my Super Bowl party." She's like, "I'm a fan
1: of your guys." She goes, "It was before social media, so I didn't even take pictures of it, but I've been a fan of yours for like a decade." Yeah. So the Katie Lee, the host of the the show, who where we're going to be on the yeah. kitchen was fan girl and Jason yeah how <laughs> gir- how, selfie-
0: how cool is that to think now though it's been a decade oh, yeah, or more yeah. that that this yeah. run kind of yeah. keeps going yeah,
2: it it's does. it's fun I, I think one of my favorite things to do is and it's happened a lot is we'll go to a party and we won't take any food or anything and then somebody shows up with a bacon explosion and then they're trying to explain to everybody and us what it what it is and finally <laughs> someone will be like hey But you might want to go
1: talk to that guy. It it has happened several times, and it's adorable.
0: (laughs) They don't find it as funny as we do.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We'll just kind of wrap it up here because we're going to open the doors. People are going to come in to see you guys and to watch the show. What is next for Burnt Finger Barbecue?
1: can't talk about it we're under an
2: nda yeah we got something cooking that'll be out in the near future competition wise we're going to be at the great lenexa barbecue battle here local and which is a between. fun fun weekend yeah, super fun yeah and I, what's that the june 20th it's the end of june 20th ish yes, ish ish
1: something so,
2: that'll be the next that'll be the next stop for us and then uh, we're gonna start playing out the rest of the year yeah
0: well we're gonna do something fun here you guys have agreed to this we're you guys are gonna give something away a bacon explosion prize pack. Whoop,
1: whoop. Yep. will yep. be some sauce, T-shirt, a bacon explosion. You can be the hero of your party.
0: So like and share the Facebook post that Linkedly Summit puts out with the link to the show. We'll tag Burt Finger Barbecue. Perfect. Like it, share it. We'll do a drawing, and a bacon explosion prize pack will be yours. Absolutely. Jason, Megan, thank you very much, and good luck. Thank, thank you. you. Everybody's getting ready to go outside, time to grill, time to sit around the patio, so... Outside time! Outside time! Get your outdoor living spaces ready to go. Here's my suggestion, go see my friends at Budget Blinds. Your outdoor living space, if it's even remotely enclosed, can be enhanced with exterior shades. You can get them in all kinds of colors. You can get them like really opaque or really sheared if we can see through them or not to go through that whole process. I like things that have remote controls. That'd be cool. I'm all for that. More remote controls. So we have that on there. Can I do that for my phone? Yes. That's the next step. I want the shades to go up and down. using my. I want my, I want my budget blind shades app. That's what I want there. Go see them right on Main Street, downtown Leeds Summit. Who make our community. Catch the show each Monday at LinkToLeesummit.com or subscribe to this podcast on Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play, or your favorite podcast app. Do you have an interesting story? Does your neighbor, teacher, classmate, or friend? Let us know about it. Connect with us at link 2 or through Facebook or Instagram at link 2 thesummit